ready? Uh, yeah. That's not yeah. Ready? I was reading stuff on this xanthan gum. I might have to buy some of this stuff. Why do you need a thickening agent? Uh, wow. Maybe I like uh, thick things. Jeez. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Is it for food? Yeah, it's for food. It's for cooking. Jeez. I don't know. Oh, my God. Well, Maybe it's a crafty agent. cook once in a while. Jeez. Wow, wow. Should I cook? Should I cook? Yeah. I'm a woman. Yeah. Is that why? Yes. You know what? Yes. Cook? Yep. We're going right into that. Yes. Sexism. The blatant Whatever. sexism. Boyle's dead. You know what? You know what? Because I, I, I knew... You know, intro the intro the podcast. All right, how did you like the penultimate episode of the season? Um, I did. There was a lot for you in this one. There was a lot for you. I did not like this. I will be honest. No, you I, loved it. It was perfect I, for you. No, I will. I did not like this episode. Um, we had the best boreal fit. No, see, and and you know what? I feel like the the the. <sighs> The wardrobe knew that this was coming. First of all, <laughs> first of all, I you know let's let's go ahead and say I called it last episode. You did, you know, and I'm mad. I'm I, so I bummed. It. Can I... I tell you from the moment in the first season when you decided you were obsessed with Boreal, I've been waiting for this. I kind of I have been it. waiting. I kind of felt you. You've been waiting for this one moment, but. Oh. And, and I knew, I, I knew when you were like, "Oh, he's not in the book." I know he wasn't that much of an important character, so they weren't going to transform him magically into something that's crazy, uh, you know, important on onto this next thing, you know. But I, I kind of, you know, I was able to stem the bleeding, unlike uh, Will and his fingers, uh, mm. <laughs> with with this shocking information that would, you know, just came through. And then I, again, like I said, I think wardrobe knew. That he was going out, so they were like, you know, let's look. Throw they the were some real nice thing. cargo pants. No, no, it was shocking just to see him like that. Like, just <laughs> for somebody that's dressed so well day <laughs> after <laughs> day, I was just looking at that like, what is this? What you I haven't didn't... seen it because you suck. But all I can think is that the scene at the end of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire when it's Cedric Diggory's father, and he's just like, my boy. Look what they've done to my boy. Nah, yeah, I haven't seen that. So, no, okay, so I I've, I've, I just lost my thought on on the whole thing. It was bad. That's 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 all I'm going to say. <laughs> it it was it was a terrible situation. Oh, that's what it was. Um oh, never mind. You haven't situation? seen you haven't seen Tenet yet, so never mind. I have not. Don't say anything. I'm going to watch it this week cuz it comes out tomorrow. Oh, okay. I really want to know what you think. But anyway. Um, anyway. Uh, yes. Okay, so we'll get there. We'll get there in even more detail because yes. uh, yeah, we'll we'll get there. But we what start was the name off. This episode? Hold on, what was the name of this Malice. episode? It's called Malice. Malice. Yeah, clothes definitely showing some type of malice to his. Oh, wow. Fashion sense. So there were, we they they jump right into this episode. No previously on, we jump right into witches, new world. Let's go. Yes. Um. No. No. Last time on either. Yeah. They just kind of. Started it up, so. Yep. As far as we know. <laughs> they, okay, so this is kind of where they start to fall into this thing of, like, I've been mentioning here and there. You know, you might have heard me say it a couple times that they've left some things out. Uh, mm -hmm. Just, a, just you know, a sprinkling of things. And it's at this point, I feel like they got to writing this episode and they were like, oh, fuck. 
uh, we have to include something here. Um, we should have done it four episodes ago, but we didn't. So let's put it in a single line and hope people catch it. What, okay, what which which was that? Because kind of everything it's seemed like, to flow. Well, this whole thing, like they start the episode and immediately you see angels. The witches know it's an angel. They're like, okay, I see that. That's an angel. I know what they're doing. Somehow she's like, she just offers up this information of, oh, they're going to Asriel to go fight in his war. Bitch, how the fuck do you know that? How okay. do you know? You okay. don't. Okay, okay. But I I thought I thought they knew at least No. While they were on the other side, like they know what Asriel's doing, right? They have that knowledge. How would we know? How would we know? They've they haven't before. told us. They have they, not they, told us. They haven't told us what it is, but I know they the witches have but said yes, they, they basically they, the witches are the witches are aware of what Azrael's doing. They don't know that angels are involved. <sighs> okay, so and it's, I feel like this kind of feeds into that whole like they are making the witches crazy overpowered. So like I feel like it's maybe easier to to believe that they just know things like for no good reason. Like there's no reason she should know that, but she does. Like okay, I I accept that. But so okay, so to that point, to go back to your point, I would think if there's a major situation or a major thing that's happening, uh, let's go with a war, you know, and the the witches know about the war. Wouldn't they think of all the players that might be involved in this? No, not the angels. But okay, so like think about it in a real world <laughs> sense, though. So like we're like, oh crap, Britain just went and attacked, you know, so and so. You know what other players are involved or could be possibly but do you involved, know right? What okay, but it's like if somebody was like, "There's Britain," so I think Atlantis is going to be here, like this ancient fucking oh, civilization okay. <laughs> that nobody has seen for a thousand thousand years, all right? Because they haven't in their world, like they don't know. Um, and like I, it's not unheard of like in the book when they see the angels it's not it's weird for them because they're not expecting to see them they don't you don't just see angels in Lyra's world but okay. in, in the the world of Chitagatse that the, that world like it, they're used to seeing them like the guy that they're with is like oh yeah you just see him in the sky sometimes they're kind of just going place to place like you can hear their wings on like a like a quiet night wait so, what guy like, it's it, the the witch's introduction into the new world is very different in the book Oh, because I'm about to say, there's no, there's no guide. No, like they, 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 they come in and they're flying and they see like a whole group of people traveling and they watch that group of travelers get attacked by specters and it's like a whole thing. And then they're talking with some guy later on. Like it's, it's a whole different experience. Oh, it's gotta be. Cause I'm like, they just flew through and then they were just kind of there. And then they see like, like, you know, bright lights in the sky coming down. And, you know, it's an instant. I know what these guys are here for. But I feel like that's, I think, I, I, me personally, I feel like that's fine. Like, if I, I, I don't know, I'm just thinking of, of, because um, I read a lot of comic books. So it's a thing where if it was like a street level, um, if Daredevil literally saw like the Nova Corps coming down, he'd be like, oh, well. I know what that's kind of about, even though the Nova Corps isn't like really present in but what his if he world. Didn't know what the Nova Corps was. But I, I just assume because the guy has since to they tell them. Witches, no, the person that's with them has to tell them what they are. So I like he's was, like, oh, those are angels. Like they call themselves Ben the Elim. Some people call them Watchers, and they're like, okay, so these angels, what's the deal? See, I just assume from both seasons 
that the yeah. witches just have more knowledge about extraterrestrial stuff. That's than what I'm saying. People. They just made the witches like so much more overpowered that like it's easier to accept, I think, as a show watcher that they just have this knowledge intrinsically. They don't have to tell you why they know it. They just do. And you're like, all right, yeah. that makes sense. They're fucking so much powerful in every other way. This, this, so, this tracks. That's, but all that's, it does yeah. is it takes out, it takes out, uh, I mean, the only thing it does is it, it takes out a conversation. Like actually going up and talking to them and having a whole scene where you see the angels and you talk to them and they tell the you what angels? they're doing. Really? Yeah. Like Ruta Scotty flies up to them and has a whole like, what are you? Where are you going? What's going on? You know, and they tell her, they're like, we're, we're following, you know, some call that we heard from some person. And she goes, Asriel? And he goes, it might be. I don't know. And then she's like, well, hmm. you're going to take me with you. And he goes, OK, you child. Wow, they are. She she is to him. She's so like, compared to say, the angels. Yeah, yes. so she's because as it mentions, it's like she's four hundred and sixteen years old, but she has no concept of how young she is to them, or how the fact that like they appear humanoid, like they they look humanoid in shape to her because that's what her brain expects them to be. But like if she saw them in their true form, they would look more like architecture than organisms. Oh, they're Galactus. Nice. Have, yes. But like there's like a whole like that's there's it's like a whole introduction into the angels very quickly. And then they're just like they kind of throw all that aside and we're like, all right, she's got two lines to explain what's going on. And then she's gone. I'm like, hmm. OK. Can they even keep up with them? Are they like flight wise? Yes. OK. The witches just, have no know. problem fly- flying with angels. I'm just saying, you know. Kind of seem but like it does track. I mean, the the yeah. end result tracks of Ruta Scotty flying off with them, like that, you know, stays the same. And that's uh, yeah, but yeah. So like we, I will tell you, we're at uh, by the end of this episode, we are eight pages from the end of the book. We're at page three hundred and twelve is the last thing that happens book wise, timeline wise. Um, this happens on like page one hundred and forty, so they're about you know one hundred fifty pages late on this. But they've skipped some stuff, correct? They have skipped some stuff. Okay, because I'm like, uh, an eight-page last episode is kind of strange. Yeah, no, there's there's a bunch of stuff they have to they have to shove into the last episode. They've they've jumped around a lot. Like I mean, some of the passages I was reading um, before we started, where it was mm-hmm. all brand new stuff or stuff from this episode, and then the next page it was like, oh, Mary's talking to the computer, which happened like an episode and a half ago. Now they're oh. jumping all over the place. Okay, all right, all right. I mean, uh, it's just a it's a it's a choice. You know, of 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 you know what I don't know, like what uh, order things go in for for the director or the you know the whoever's writing it. I don't know why you would change the um you know the events, the time of the events and stuff like that. But okay, that's what I'm saying. Like I th- I feel like it was stuff that they were like, this is a small enough scene, like this you know talking to angels. This is like a five minute scene maybe. We this is small enough we can kind of put it off. For another episode. We put it off for another episode. And then you put it off for four episodes. And you're like, oh, fuck. We don't have time for this anymore. Give her one line. <laughs> I, guess, okay. uh, I don't know. But it is good to hear, like, at least that if you're not a book reader, it doesn't phase you at all. Like, it didn't track that that was maybe rushed. Huh. Okay. So. Will's got an infection. Uh, his fingers are black. <laughs> so. Well, I, mean, I, don't, I don't understand why they never just decided to go take him to an actual doctor. Where? Back in their regular world. How are you going to explain that? Your fingers were cut. A doctor will at least get it to a point where it's fine for the you know and, time being. And then so you two, just slice your way out of there. Two 12-year-old children walk into a hospital 
And right, how, does that, how does that go? <laughs> how does that go? Because Will's biggest fear is the police. It's the authority figures in his world. Cool. So the last thing he's going to do is walk in with two sliced off fingers. You have a literal portal gun. Wow. Just get in, get then what you need, and get out. he does not yet have a great out. handle on. Well, it's time to to practice, bro. You were doing it all last episode. How, like, to me, that's the thing I don't understand. What, even with this episode, when they get, you know, cornered and everything, like every situation, you have an outdoor. Every single one, you just, you turn around, slice the air, jump through, pinch it. That's all well, you got we'll to do. To that. We'll get to that in a moment. Because um, you do have a point there. But, so yeah, Will's got an infection. He's laying in bed. He's having visions again. Okay, he's having fever dreams. Uh, no, it's just sense. dreams, just regular dreams. I don't think anything. There was no precognition type of stuff that was happening. The voice of his father telling him that he's gonna take up some mantle or whatever the fuck he was saying about. Nah, his, that was wow. just that was just voiceover. They were just doing for the show. He didn't hear that. Uh, that's uh-huh. Voiceover. He's, so I was kind of wondering if they were ever going to address it because they really haven't like at all after Will got his fingers cut. But his fingers have not stopped bleeding. Like, they are actively, openly, freely bleeding the entire time. So they don't focus on it really hard. They they do kind of just imply that he is just losing blood as they're uh, going because you have Lyra who's worried about him. Um, you know, but like, hey, you're losing blood over here. And he's like, nah, I can do this. We're good. Uh, but they're not. They're, it's not a point to, like you say, where it's like, oh, they try to wrap it up? No, bleeding through that. It's not, you know... Um, yeah, every single bandage they put on it, he just bleeds right through. And then they change the bandage, and he bleeds through it again. And, he, and he's, like, dripping blood openly the entire time. And they really start to worry. They're like, um, if this doesn't stop, you are going to die. You will run out. So I wonder, is it a thing where if, if you cut any part of the per, of, a, of somebody, will they just continue to bleed? It's just a wound that will not close type of situation? It's a good question. I suppose All so. All right. Okay. All right. Good Lord. But uh, they do have to move. Will goes. Will goes from sweating in bed to running through the city very quickly, um, because Angelica comes and you have like the jump scare moment where like you see her through the door and she's like twenty feet away and she looks away and she looks back and she's like two feet away. Yeah, yeah, she's a quick one. She's a quick she one. She, she brought her posse too. They they're ready to uh, to hurt these people. They only had like some sticks, no tiki torches, which would have been interesting. Um, and for nose. for some reason, everywhere that Lyra and Will ran, the the mob basically was like, you know, there's like a side door, right? <laughs> like, I understand you thought you were getting away, but like, there's a side door here because like they they of course they break through the front door, which of course is a group of people, but then they go upstairs and then they they like they drop the I don't know like the ceiling door or something down so to cover their track. And the group just walks up the side steps and it's just like, did you guys forget about that or something? Like, what is this? This is the worst getaway ever. So to your point of of the fact that Will should just cut open and go somewhere. So in the book, he does try. If I remember correctly, they run to a different location. They're up on some hill. They find a temple. They get in. They kind of barricade their way in. They get on the roof and they're just trapped. Like they don't know where to go. So he that's his thought. It's like, okay, well, let me just cut out of here. Except like I mentioned in the last episode, it's a one-to-one thing. So he cuts through and they're just in open air. Huh. So it's just uh, a straight fall down. So he can't. He can't 
can't go anywhere. So what? Okay. All right. So, okay. You, you still, you have a weapon on your side, right? So mm-hmm. you, you climb up the, the ladder that they went up to, to get on the roof. You drop the ceiling door down. You know, there's one extra place for them to get into. Right. So you go, you create a portal right there. So when they're running upstairs, they're just running straight through into a, an open <laughs> and they just falling through. That's all they're they would, doing. I mean, they would see what they're running into. Uh, no, remember, it's barely visible. Remember? It's barely visible if, unless it's right in front of you and there's an open hole in the world right in front of your face. They're a mob of 12-year-olds. <laughs> they're not worried about that. So they would run up, they'd fall, they'd wily coyote themselves off of a cliff, and then you just pinch it back clothes and problem well, solved you know what will is 12 years old he's not quite as quick on his feet 16. i guess as you okay 16 uh, just saying but he's and he i mean to his to his credit he does he does get weapons for them in in the book at least like he there's like a railing and he cuts pieces of it off that are like the size of a sword and gives one to lyra and takes one himself and she starts beating children over the head i it is a much more violent scene. In the yeah, none of that. Yeah, none of that in 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 the this episode. It was the, like maybe one stick on the other side that they probably found in the street or something like that. But um, for for didn't... listeners, I was I was reading Aaron the passages from the book, uh, just a couple here and there, and literally, there's three pages in this fight scene where you turn the page and there's another mention of killing. Like this is a violent deadly mob of children who are screaming at the top of their lungs that they're going to kill them these, these are feral kids are coming for your lives these are feral kids you know they are. this is lord lord of the flies type of situation you saw how quickly that you know turned into to kill so yeah i can i can i can see that i mean one of the kids in chinagatse in the show like sounds an alarm like a city-wide alarm for some reason I would think that would be necessary if specters are around in that that universe. Like you, I would want an I would want an alarm. I, I would want to know if oh, one no, has no, wandered into the city. No, no, no. I see what yeah, you mean. Yeah. I see what you mean. I'm thinking, why did this kid set the alarm off? Oh yeah, they're I, all I there. They, they, uh, the whole crew was there. So I have no idea why that would be. Yes, <laughs> I have no, idea. no, I have no idea. Uh, so Will did his best not to cut anybody while he was up there when he clearly could have. Uh, anybody he doesn't want to kill people i know he's the good guy and that's why i like will you know he's the he's, he's a murderer the, but the good he's guy. Eh, again <laughs> i don't know about all that but um you said in the book one of them had a gun yeah yeah and I don't, under- gun? <laughs> I don't understand how that 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 escalated quickly like that's what i would have been like like hold on guys this this is getting a little out of hand i was Flipping pages. So it's just like the sound of me flipping pages, reading a passage here and there. I go, oh yeah, one of them has a pistol. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. That's when I drop the knife and I'm like, all right, it's yours, man. It's yours. <laughs> uh, but it was empty. It was empty. It was either empty or he'd lost it, like the kid. Because she, I think she mentions the kid that had had the pistol didn't have it anymore when he faced them. So she's like, oh, good. He either lost it or he ran out of bullets because he missed us a bunch. Oh, but wait, they uh, were yeah, being they were... shot at? <laughs> You didn't mention that. You just said he had the gun. You didn't say they were being shot at at the same yeah, time. Yeah, no, he's he. They. I bet it's like a twelve-year-old handling a pistol. They don't. They can't aim. It's just kind of bullets I, flying wild. I, we're not even getting into into where my mind's going with kids and guns. So let's just move <laughs> on and what happened at the result of uh, the the climax of their fight. Uh, Serafina Pekula shows up. 
Yeah, and she straight goes Anakin on everybody. And she doesn't kill anybody. Just- <laughs> Nobody she dies. She should have flown them one up one by one high and just yeah, drops. That's how it should have happened. We're like, hey, you're messing with somebody that's important to the entire, I don't know, multiverse, I guess. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Is that what we call it here? Okay. Yeah, sure, sure enough. <laughs> wow. uh, but so Serafina drops in, scares all the kids away. Oh, now they're just frightened, which is true. Like the, even the book describes it as like they go from like a terrifying mob to just frightened, shame-faced children crying and running to get away. I mean, it makes like, sense. Somebody flies in that, you know. But you know who's not phased? Will. Yeah, Will Will's has all... no reaction. You know what? Because I, you know, and I don't know if this is where my, because we were on, you know, Discord together. And I don't know if this is where my sound went out. And maybe I, uh, but I'm like, what about, it's just blood loss. He's in shock. So like, he's just, <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't know what's going on actually. So a person flying, he could be thinking he's hallucinating. Wow. I mean, he's lost a lot of blood. So it didn't occur to me in this moment. It didn't occur until we we kind of see Lyra and the witches later. Um, Lyra's never met Serafina Pecola in the show. She's never met a witch in the show. Did not remember that at all. I don't. I think she saw one though, right? At uh, Bullfighters, they weren't yeah, like yeah. chit chatting. Yeah, no. But she at least saw the the massacre and what happened there. <laughs> With the the Superman witch, yeah, yeah, and but before then, I don't even think she's seen like a group because there was like the scene where, um, where you said they're supposed to be seeing witches fly towards uh, yeah. the north, and they don't, and there's nothing there. Yeah. Uh, uh, in season one, I think it was. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, no, yeah, this is her first one on one. Which is weird because in in the book at this point, um, they're like very close. Lyra is very good friends with Serafina. Like she loves Serafina. Serafina loves her. Like she recognizes. It's not even that she recognizes Serafina. She sees a bird flying and recognizes Serafina's demon. And she goes, oh, shit, that's Kaiza. Like we're saved. They're here. They're coming for us. All this. Uh, I love this child situation. No, you don't know her. You don't know her her because they they spent five seconds on her in the book or in the Mm -hmm. show, but they are very close in in the book. Uh, Yeah, so it didn't even occur to me. I was like, oh, yeah, look, it's her BFF. She's not really reacting too much to to seeing this woman for, you know, very good friends. Oh, she has not met her yet. That completely bypassed me. Uh, Was there any conversations missed because of it? Um, I don't... I'm sure there was in the first book, um, but nothing off the top of my head that, like, I remember because I haven't read the book in, like, a year. Okay. All right. Eh. But uh, they kind of, they get them out of there, and we just cut to now they're back in the jungle. So they've left the city. They're in the jungle. They're sitting, witches, Lyra, and Will. That's what makes this next scene even weirder because I didn't realize at the time we were watching this scene that Lyra didn't know Serafina because she has this whole thing where she's telling Will, tell them what the knife is, show them the knife, hands her the knife. Yeah, that, that me irritated fine, me, actually. I was like, that's like, she knows this woman. She trusts this woman with her life. Like, she absolutely knows what's going on. But your reaction makes way more sense when you think that she's never met this woman before yeah the whole time because i'm like you were there when the old dude gave us the rules of this thing and you just broke every single one of them you told somebody about it you handed it over to this person that you have never seen before in your life besides a quick drive-by that's it and you were just like yep here you go like and to be fair 
although they haven't done it in the show, like Lyra knows there are some witches that are still on the other side of this fight. But not in the show. So if you show, don't know right? who that, but not in the show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what the, that, your reaction makes more sense. Cause at the time that you were saying that, like, I was like, she knows this, like, it's fine. And I didn't even realize that she didn't know her. Mm-mm. Yeah. I wonder if that'll be a twist though, that they reveal that there's witches working on the other side. Yeah, I think they're just going to leave it out. I think they're just not even going to. Yeah. It's kind of. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Then Where nobody's beating the, the witches. Uh, so, yeah, he's uh, he's bleeding profusely. Um, plants he's on. Like, he's got like a, not growths. It's like there's like pieces of his skin missing, like on his hand. Yeah. So is it is this something that's making like eating his. Eating away at him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is it rotting? Uh, this I, thing because like know. I thought it was just a clean cut right it's just this a thing clean is supposed cut to cut so clean yeah yeah uh, so I so guess in the show they're like it's just gonna destroy you from the inside out or something I don't know where they're going with that but they just wanted it to be gross and deadly so give him some lesions I guess I still understand how like he's definitely the most cool calm collected character for having two of your fingers missing uh, and then witnessing a bunch of magical stuff basically happen in front of you um he hasn't freaked out or anything and been like his mom and just, you know, bugged out. Uh, so he's just really dead set on finding his dad for some reason. Um, to a point of arguing, you know, it's like, you know, hey, I can work through this. Uh, Lyra, you're, what did he say that he had to apologize for? He was like, you just don't want me to find him or something oh, like you... he, he was saying that um she was using him as an excuse to not go on but like why like, where did it even come from bro? i don't know i don't know he's in shock i guess yeah <laughs> everything you want to stick with that everything's chalked up to shock yes but we kind of we separate from them a little bit we get it we get a couple other pieces um lee and mr joppery are 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 in the in the balloon and they're going through the gateway which now has no magisterium presence whatsoever they did not replace the soldiers they lost yeah no nah, those 24 were pretty important you can't just replace people <laughs> that's that's this it's no. like ah oh, well uh, i guess we're taking a loss there just gonna stay open you know what i uh, realized about um what's his name was it scott uh andrew scott Andrew Scott is I've only seen him I think in three things including this one and he's pretty much a similar actor all the way through and maybe just his voice what's the other um, thing you've seen him in I saw him in Sherlock yeah um and then I saw him in oh crap I know it was another British show what was it you didn't watch Fleabag did you yeah I did I did that's what oh. I, I think. That's what. Okay. That's what I. I was gonna that's say, the other I feel one. like that's gonna be the one where he's the different character, where he's the hot priest. Yeah. See, but I think it's just his voice is what I'm talking more yeah. about. Yeah. It's right. his. It's just his voice that I keep kind of be like, it's okay, very distinctive. Know. Yeah. But yeah. again, somebody didn't recognize it when he was calling Lee through the wind. He said two words. Um, it's so come his voice to me. So, yeah. He said like three oh, words. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about in this in this episode, you get conversation with him. You get him mm-hmm. speaking a lot more. And um he's kind of just just kind of like I'd be irritating traveling with him. I'm like, this is situations going on right now. He's a little you're just, aloof. He's a little you're just, aloof. Yeah, you're like you're you're not helpful here right now. And then I, I'm tired of all this uh, you know, reactive stuff. You could prevent a lot of the stuff that's gonna happen to us, basically. But you're just 
you know, well, the wind will take us, you know? And then he this summons the wind to take them. All right, we need. Well, I need some pro, some proactive stuff. Let's let's go. I need He's you to. He's just a man. He's just a man. Is he? Is he? Yeah. Okay. How He's many? Just a man just... who's learned some tricks. Uh, I was going to say, how many just a mans do you know that can summon wind and lightning and stuff? Don't worry Storm? about the mans that I know. Don't worry about the <laughs> yeah, mans that I know. You don't know any. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a hard year. Okay. It's been a hard year for everybody. I'm staying home. Wow. So we see them having a little chat in the balloon, and then we see Mary Malone sitting on the steps in Chitagatse using her I Ching sticks. Yeah, I mean, I still don't know how those things work or what they're even. I mean, she. I think, I'm guessing she's looking for the same result that she got with the cave because uh, so she yeah, even makes reference to it. Yeah, essentially it's the same concept. So the, the cave is the same as the alethiometer, is the same as these I Ching sticks to an extent. To an extent. Um where like they're kind of they kind of harness dust in a way uh i suppose that that she can kind of divine some sort of answer from them not very clearly obviously uh she's she's kind of using the book and going back and forth and trying to figure out if it's even something that's right or truthful or even if she does get it can she even understand what it means yeah who really Um, knows what did she get from that book again she read off a bunch of like riddly sounding things. Yeah, because I, I didn't get really anything. Pay attention to. Oh, so that's not in the book. I mean, it. I think it is. We're going into different territory. Um, I think I mentioned to you. None of this is in this book. Um, Mary Malone's story in the Subtle Knife ends with her walking through the portal, and that's the last of you see. The last you see of her in this book. So I haven't read the Amber Spyglass in a couple years, so I can't remember where we pick up with her. Okay. Okay. But I, yeah. So, but yeah, um, they kind of just put this in here. So, you know, you don't just leave her, I guess, for two episodes and have no idea where she is. Yeah, that's kind of just where we leave her. We're just like, hey, she's sitting here. She's chilling. She's apparently not in danger of the specters, I guess. She doesn't go to the beach from there or no? Nah, that's later. We go back to the will, back to the will, back to Will and Lyra, because my next, my next note is just all caps. Oh, fuck. Lyra hasn't met the witches. Yep, yep. That's this is when she because she's... she's like perched on a rock behind her, like staring at her, like some animal. Yeah, this... and that's when they're looking for uh, werewolves and stuff to help uh, his lichen, lichen, L I C H E N, not L Y C A N. It's the same thing. Same thing. They didn't specify. Things. They didn't specify. Um, what I thought was interesting though is when she was looking for the plant, she was looking in the exact same spot the whole time, and I'm like, if it's not there before, it's not going to be there after. <laughs> you keep rummaging through this same thing. Bring it up with the director. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. No, that's when uh, Lyra talks to her a little bit more about like, you know, hey, I've always wanted to see one. You know. Well, and then we kind of get a discussion, or like a very even just a quick line that I feel like we should have gotten a while ago, where she's like, "What can you do?" I'm like, "Why are we just now addressing this?" why would we have or why would we need to have that a while back i don't know but like why have it now because she asked what she can do and she's like well you can fly you can kill you're not cold you hear whispers on the wind like you didn't why are you we didn't, just getting this now <laughs> you didn't think of the the hook line the whole time like you can fight you can fly and then you didn't wait for her to cockle doodle do after that wow wow, wow. i no, guess i was I'm the only one adult i'm an adult. apparently i was the only one wow okay 
It's a good movie. But then the witches kind of start talking about how, like, they're here, and we've we've heard them over and over talk about how their job is to protect Lyra. Their job is to to watch over her because she's part of this prophecy. And Serafina's talking about how, you know, the best way they can protect her is to take her home. Like, we're going back. We're not going to stay here. You know, we have better plants for his wounds in our world. We can protect you better in our skies. Like, we know what's going on. And Lyra's kind of like, I don't know about that. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. You know what's interesting? Because, you know, everybody's like, oh, we got to protect this one or whatever. And I know the whole prophecy or whatever is like, we can't tell her, you know, what she has to do or what she's going to do. She can't know. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm waiting for that to, to, to come out and I know it's going to be season three or whatever. Cause I'm really like, why can't you just be like, Hey, look, this is what's going to happen. Two planets are going to collide. You're going to have the choice to save one or the other. That's what you got, you know? And so I, I I'm really waiting because every time somebody's like, we have to protect you. My first inclination would be like, from what? You know, yeah. why am I so important? You have, you know, let me know all this type of stuff. But of course, Lyra never, she's never curious about that whatsoever. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm really anxious to see what that is. Like, what is this thing that she couldn't have known? Who knows? And must do. Where are we switching next? Back to Mary. Now oh, Mary's the on the beach. beach. Okay. The beach at uh, Santa Monica at the end of Last of Us 2. Santa Barbara? Santa Monica? One of the Santas. Did you play the game? Jeez. Look, I have bad memories of that game. Clearly. Uh, we get to see an angel, though. We do get to see an angel for like a half a second. And I was excited because I thought they looked really cool. I They just look like glimmers in, in the sun. Which is exactly what they're supposed to look like exactly what because the way the angels are described in the book is like it's kind of in a similar vein of how the 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 windows into other worlds are described we're like they're barely visible on a good day they're kind of just in in the light like in daylight they're almost impossible to see like it's kind of like if you shift your head a little bit you can kind of catch the edges um but at night they're a little clearer they almost seem to be made up of light themselves but it's really just like the outline of something like they're kind of glowing from within but you can't see most of them they're like paper thin and they're just and then it's one of those things where like you read it and you're like how the fuck are they gonna do this in a visual medium and you kind of so, wonder i like that i like that so it was pretty much what you imagined in your head from the book i mean yes wow. yes it is we are moving on <laughs> yes it is. Uh, but it's it's very similar to how they're described in the book which is um which I like. Uh, I'm curious to see how that progresses. Like, are we going to, how is that form going to hold going forward? The visual effects were like a hit and miss on this one because I liked the effects on the angel in that one split second scene. And I really liked the effects on the specters later on. Uh, but other than that, we, there was some rough green screens and uh, some rough coloring in some of the scenes. Well, I, I feel like we're about to get more CG heavy going into next season. That's just me personally, because if there's going to be a bunch of different type of characters and creatures that are introduced, they're going to meet up somehow. And we're not going to meet up in New York City. So I'm thinking we're going to get really CG heavy on 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 some of these episodes coming up next season, if not the last season uh, that comes out, uh, you know, next week. So last episode. Yeah. What did I say? Last season. You know what I meant. 
You're going to confuse the people, Aaron. Nobody's confused. Where are we at now? <laughs> then we go back to Lyra. We go back to, we're like flipping back and forth. Um, That's my only gripe about the show, though. That they just, I think it's they, it's a way to to do travel between scenes, I think, because they're trying to make it seem, especially in this instance, they're trying to make it seem like Will and Lyra are moving a lot farther than it looks like they are. Because they look like they're in the same 10 feet of set the entire time they're walking this episode. Are they supposed to be further? Because I I got the impression that, no, they just were kind of, because they but even they're stopped. Walking, they're walking through every single one of their scenes. Why are they not moving to a different set? Like, Well, they, they even stopped, they remember? Once. They stopped at one point. And then we pick up later. They're walking again. They pick up later. They're in the same set. I mean, budgets. Did you want your angel in this? Did you? I'm want just saying. Your angel I think that's why the they. Same? I think that's what they're using the flip flopping perspectives for. Is they can make oh, it seem like more time has passed. Okay. Okay. So yes. like they're not in the same spot. They've moved. Just don't think about the fact that it's just five feet from the set they were on. You know, before. So then, what is this one? Is this where they stopped? What what discussion yeah, are so we this on is, now? Um, they're they're. They're chatting. It's where Will and Lyra have their little moment and like he apologizes to her and he yells at her. But like she's clearly like scared of something and she's kind of thinking like maybe the witches are right. Maybe we should go home. Like they can help you there. If that's what they think, then that's what I think. Which again is easier to swallow if you think that she's already really close with the witch and isn't meeting this one for the first time and just believing everything she says. Yeah. Without her uh, like previous connection connection or anything. Yeah. It's just kind of like you really are just potty mouth giving up all this information and all this, you know, you're really comfortable with somebody you don't know. Right. And I can see it, how as in like a non-reader, like that would be very, very weird. And then like when she asks her, like, you know, what's the alethiometer say of where Will's dad is? She just whips it out and starts reading it. It's like, really? These were things that were like, you're very secretive of from a lot of people and you just don't know this person but all of a sudden yeah she has like a super quick throwaway line right when will asked her the same question of like i'm not telling this woman anything or like she's like if you trust me you trust them like the witches are trustworthy like you trust witches yeah and I th- saw, that's I heard it that. and then they just move on they're like oh yeah oh, okay which again makes sense if you think she knows this woman so i didn't really don't... question it at the time uh, yeah no yeah that one line was going to be their explanation so yeah just gotta but take will... that and go with it yeah, she she's kind of scared. She's thinking maybe they go back, but Will's just like, I need to find my father. Like that's all that matters. So tell me where he is. And that's when they she asks the lithiometer, and they find out like he's in this world, which is not what they expected. They don't go with. Uh, well, how do they describe Will in the book? Like his physical uh, appearance. Oh, he's like a. I don't know. He's like a twelve-year-old kid. I don't know. That is not a physical experience. <laughs> like, I, I mean, he's just like an average, like I've pale twelve-year-old s- kid. I don't know like I've seen six-foot twelve-year-old kids, and I've seen four-foot twelve-year-old kids. He's a like, little bit taller a- than Lyra, but he doesn't like tower over her. Well, no, um, I'm, I mean, I'm, I mean like, do they do they go into race or anything like that? I'm pretty sure he's white. I'm pretty sure he's described as being in the book. Pale Everybody's just 20. white in the book. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. No, I was just, I'm just wondering, you know, just a black kid looking for his dad the whole time in this book. Oh, no, (laughs) no. I'm like, okay, this is where we're going. I don't think, I can't remember how he's described, but I don't think, I know, because the only one that I know is I know Boreal's white in the, in the book. I mean, upgrade. 60s white man. The show is definitely an upgrade from book Boreal. 
Uh, we'll get to but that you know later, what? Though. You know, I was gonna say that's where we go next, but it's it's not. We we have a quick a quick little aside uh, back to Mister Joppery, and that's when they have their kind of their little witty of of Lee's asking the same thing you are. He's like, I've heard a lot about shamans. I've heard a lot about shamans. Mm-hmm. You know, all the things you can do. You can't do shit. What the fuck? Why are you not helping? You know, you should be able to fly. And then he kind of has much. his little. Well, and, and he's not wrong though, because he he says you know he's, he's like, I can fly. I needed to fly. I summoned you, and here I am flying. Look at that. No, no, no. Not the same thing. I've seen <laughs> witches. They fly, bro. If I, you know, this is that's not a thing. Like, Shamans oh, I can fly. I got. Are different. No. Okay. And his poor accent, Texan accent, uh, should just be it's, thrown away. It's they it's tried, gone. Is the yeah, honey. it's gone. You should Lynn, you should be offended you, as a uh, pseudo Texan. As a Texan, I, I don't claim Texas. pseudo pseudo Texan. That's, I don't claim Texas. You, know. you should be. You have a more of a tie to Texas than I do. You should be ashamed. My family. I'm, I'm a Californian. My family. Wow. Okay, is from Texas. So I I've heard the accent. Wow. His accent is not the good one. <laughs> That's what it is. But he's yeah, not wrong. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, the dude is like, you know, if 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 you were as powerful as somebody like the witches, then I'd be like, you know, we, we're getting things done. But you know, hey, let me make some coffee. Oh, I got matches. Cool, shaman dude. I could have brought matches. Like, but you didn't. Every, but uh, but, you didn't. Uh, but I'm, I'm just saying, anything that you've done, I could have done, or a weather forecaster could have done. But did he ever pretend <laughs> to be saying. like some giant magical being? Like, yes. Who? When you're talking about, I summoned you here. Here's your mother's ring. All this did. other stuff. And all did. this, all these magic tricks that you just pulled out of your pocket <laughs> to make you seem like you're so. I'm from another world, and I came over here and found out that I have a a second half that's a bird, and she's beautiful. Like you speak like you are this big powerful person. I feel like your you're projecting actions. onto you're projecting. Oh, I'm your sorry. Assumptions onto I've this seen. Man. He has never. I've said. seen. <laughs> Polar bears that could build armor. I've seen witches that could fly at the speed of light. So if you basically. see things, your magic. If you see things, your magic. So if, so if mm-hmm. I hear about this this group of people that are quote unquote shamans, and you got a hole in your head from whatever ritual is happening, and your uh, demon can go far away from you, these are kind of things that are evidence towards. Yeah, you might be something a little special, but nah. You're but it's not Joe his Schmo. fault that he's not. Why are you mad at him for it? You because made the you assumption that he was. Should be. <laughs> you should be. You have been because speaking this whole time. Assumption. You have been speaking this whole time like you were. You should. You have be. a problem with the man's diction. That's no. what it comes down to. You think if he shouldn't it, sound so fancy? No, don't then. Don't. Wow. Let wow. let your actions be. Let your actions be. <laughs> You know, be the thing that that sways me over to the side. Like, you know what? I need this guy on my squad. No, don't don't be do all anything. mystifiable and stuff like that. Oh, we need to say. You know what? Here's the other thing. Because the last episode, oh, the ring bearer is is somebody this and that. Oh, I mean, not the ring bearer, the knife bearer. He's just it switched hands. How do you know that though? How do you how do you know that? Oh, do you have some abilities that I don't know about? Yeah, so everything leading up to this point has been like, yeah, I've got the the juice. I'm an X Men. Well, no, you're I don't not. Think bro. he's ever said that though. You just yeah, no, assumed no. he was, and All then the, you're no, upset that he's not. No, no, no. Uh, me and Lee, <laughs> me and Lee, 
So clearly, clearly two people, one fictional and one real, both had the same idea. So then mm, who's who's the one that that's wrong in this? I believe it's him. I think I believe it's no. I believe it's because even Lee comes to because that that conversation of um that conversation they have where he says, you know, I needed to fly, I summoned you now I'm flying, like that's from the book. Uh, and Lee's kind of on the same, like, oh, well, all right. That's a bit of, I mean, maybe it's a bit he's of a letdown. He's gullible. Because wow. Lee's gullible in that sense. Like, wow. He can, is he not? Is he not? No, he's a well if I, man. If I, show, if, if I showed you, if you showed up at my front door, Emma, and I showed you your great-grandmother's ring, would you think I'm anything special or would you think I'm a thief? I think you're a grave robber. Are, yeah, exactly exactly but as soon as lee saw that his mother's ring was in the possession of this person he automatically was like you know what there's no other way he could have got this i mean when you live in a world with magic you're a little more open to it okay all right then so back to my point of <laughs> if i'm open to it this dude made it seem like he was but again, he didn't do it he was No, if I live in a world where there is all this stuff around, I would be more inclined to believe that this dude. You want to talk about what you can see? You know what I see? I see Boreal wearing a pair of fucking cargo pants. Wow. Wow. That's that's the next scene. It's Boreal in his cargo pants. That was the first sign of his apocalypse is what that was. That's exactly what that (laughs) I didn't like how they I didn't like how they had him act out the scenes. Because he was, and I understand he's nervous and everything, but they made him come off as more of a weak character than he's been portrayed. Because he has fear? More than normal. He's had other reasons to fear before, but he never looked the same like he did this one. Okay, so are we in the scene where where they're in, you know, they're just walking around? Okay, when we get there, I will bring it back up. But yes, (laughs) let's, let's, let's continue then. I like his little backpack. Yeah, little backpack. Whatever. He was ready to go on an adventure. He had cargo pants. He had all those pockets in his overshirt. Like he too was many ready pockets. To go. He had a bunch of. He had for, so he, many pockets. He overdressed for the occasion. That's what it was. You know what? He needed extra pockets because Mrs. Coulter got skinny jeans. She got. She was out pants. looking like she was going into a 1920s like safari set or something. Right? Yeah, exactly. She she, good. And not even it wasn't even a thing like, oh, I'm dressed to explore. This was a fashion choice type yeah, of situation. He yeah, dressed like he was ready to to build a, a Adobe house or something like that <laughs> in the middle of Arizona. So no, I. Yeah. What what scene are we on? Because it wasn't just them going through the portal. That was all <laughs> tied is, in, right? No, they go through the portal and then we cut back to Mary. There's too many cuts in this thing. Because <laughs> I swear, if you cut out Mary and then merge the two parts together of them going through the portal and the situation that happens with them uh, or Mrs. Coulter, that's one scene right there. Look, we go from this scene with them going through the portal to Mary back to Joppery back to Lyra. Yeah, Before see, we ever get back to Boreal and, and then to the Magisterium, and we're still not back to them. Like, we got a ways to go. So what happened with Ma- Mrs. Mary and the kids? Yeah, it's where Mary Mary's walking through Chitagatze and uh, Angelica and pa- Paola, Paola in this, mm-hmm. not Paolo, um, have their little weird conversation that they have. 
So here's the question, because it, it makes no sense to me. Uh, these kids clearly have lost their parents, most likely have been yes. taken by the, the specters. Yes. Um, they are orphans and they seem to yearn for some type of parental guidance or some type of uh, you know, parental figure to be around them. They know where all the other adults have gone. Why not go with them? It's a good question. All right. I'm just, I'm just, maybe it was something that I missed. Yeah, I know. No, she's literally like, well, all the, all the adults are up there on the hill. And then she's like, well, will you stay with us? Like, bitch, go up the hill. Where Why? All the adults are. You know where they went. Yeah. You know where they went. You clearly know that it's, it's cool up there. Go up there. It's not like they shunned you because your parents are, you know, like you know, zombies yeah, I don't, now. I don't think they're so they're called they're basically just called specter orphans. Um, and like, it's not like they're like nobody's afraid of them because their parents got got by the specters. So I don't really know. This was kind of a weird scene with the two of them. Um, Mary offers them some candy. Paolo wants a hug. Which was like yeah. sad, but also like, what's going on here? What are we, what are we doing? I, th- I then, thought she was gonna stab her or something. I really did. I thought she was gonna steal something from her. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, it was I was like, like, this doesn't make sense if she just. And then like Angelica's, you know, you should stay with us. You could like tell us to take baths and eat healthy and stuff. Like clearly, just like stuff that your parents would do, which is very sad and sweet. And for some reason, like they're the only kids left. Like all the other kids left too. I don't, I don't really know. This was just weird. Yeah, it, it, was it like that in the book? Oh, you know, no, at number three, Mary's gone. It's, it's book three. Yeah, it's book yeah. three. So, I, yeah, no, it came out of left field. Um, I'm like, why am I? These kids two to three minutes ago were about to kill two other kids. And now you want me to feel sympathy for them? Yeah. Yeah. No, you just uh, you just leave them like you don't. They're peace. Bye. We've left your but, city, your little town. We're gone. But Mary's nice. She was like, no, come with me. You're, you're not safe here by yourselves. Uh, you know. Which, I mean, if I was Mary, yeah. I need cannon fodder in case something happens. I'm I'm looking at it as more as like... I'll be fair, Angelica's like... Because they mentioned Lyra, and she's like, oh, Lyra's here. She's like, we tried to kill her, and then she ran away. And they're like, was that wrong? Like, yes! Yes, Okay, but the, the, the fact that she asked, was that wrong, shows that you you don't clearly know good from so let yeah. me help you out yeah so i got that okay yeah 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 that that's mary malone's another in the wheel category of good she's good people i love mary malone i love mary yes. malone she's great doctor mary malone don't you forget oh what is she a doctor of again uh physics okay i'm sorry is that acceptable is that what, what if i had said something else I was literally just going to ask what acts. I don't remember what she was a doctor of. Mm, That's mm -hmm, all it mm -hmm. was. I I heard some judgment in that question. No, you heard a question in that question. You put some respect on her name, okay? (laughs) Whatever. Uh, There's a a quick moment where um, we jump back to Lee and Joppery, or John Perry, whatever the fuck you want to call him, Grooman, whatever. Uh, We jump back to them, and you kind of have this moment of, like, he he says that he feels closer to his family in this world than... And any like at any other point, and you're just like, uh, okay, I guess like that's some sort of sense that your child is here, but you don't understand that's what it is because you don't know he's here and da 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 da. But like, oh really? Okay, oh, seems kind of magical. I don't know, man. I don't know. Really? Oh nothing. yeah, no, yeah, I bet you don't know. And then he magics up some fire, pulls out a box. Of no, matches. yeah, magic. Stupidest thing, yeah, magic. 
So why the theatrics? <laughs> why the theatrics beforehand? That's just huh, who Emma? he is. Explain that. Let me that concentrate real quick. Let me go. To, <laughs> yeah. Oh, because so, he was he was trying to be funny because he was he was feeding into the same thing of like clearly Lee thinks he's this giant magical being. So he's like, mm, uh, just kidding. I just have a box of matches. I would have pushed him off the freaking thing. Wow. <laughs> It'd be like, I'll wow. find her on my own. Whatever. Serafina and Lyra are having a little chat at this point, and Serafina's a little wary about Will. She doesn't know about this kid. She's not sure she trusts this kid. She's like, he's got something going on. I'm supposed to protect you, and I don't know about this. You know the prophecy. That was another thing that's confused. You know the prophecy. You literally know it is a child, uh, a, a little girl, and a little boy. She doesn't you know ran up like, on other little boys in the world? There was nobody else around. The last little boy that she knew him to be, our new Lyra to be with, is dead. And she knows that. Maybe she meets so, another little boy. There are little boys n- all over all the worlds. All right. You don't nah. know who's the one. We're, okay. Okay. Let's, 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 let's not make her this naive. She just got into this new world. She saw the freaking angels in the sky and she has the knowledge to know that they're going to to Azrael to be on his side. So she knows stuff is about to go down. So this prophecy, whatever it is, is coming to its apex. Like it is it's you're we're coming to it. If I find Lyra at this moment and she is with a boy, I am instantly thinking that's the kid. That has got to be it. Like who else? Oh, and he's got the subtle knife with him. Oh, Clearly, all of this is, is you know, coincidence. No coincidence. <laughs> Don't you coincidence this for this person that should be knowing uh, uh, more than the average Joe knows. Like, yeah. What? What are you? Why are oh, you distrust yeah. of? You never know. You never know. Literally, he's a murderer. Maybe she senses he's a murderer. She literally gave him the knife back in a in like a show of confidence. Because he's like, I'm not supposed to show you this thing. Or you're not supposed to know about it. I'm not supposed to give it to anybody, you know, from his his demeanor. And then when Lyra gives it to him, she, you know, expects it and then hands it back to Will. Like, you know, here she gave him a weapon, you know? Like, so you clearly trust him. You know of a, 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 a prophecy. How about we put two and two together? How about we do that? Give us some time. Give us some time. Okay. All right. I I, maybe, maybe because I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a, a viewer, and I'm seeing it from the outside. Not doesn't even make sense, Aaron, because I don't know the story. <laughs> I'm just putting two and two together. You know, just calling things. So whatever. Well, Lyra finally, finally mentioned something about specters to her. I did not. Again, you assume at this point the witches know about the spectre no they don't the witches don't know about spectres lyra finally is like oh by the way there's a thing here that might kill you just fyi well, do do yes they do they don't they, no, no 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 i saw that but <laughs> i'm saying they don't have them in um in any other places that the witches have been right correct okay so there's not like a little forest of maybe a specter is there or nope. something like that okay okay Nine. So she very briefly is kind of like, oh, by the way, this thing might kill you. Let's go do the spell. And then they do their little spell on Will, which is much less dramatic than it is. In the- it's a whole it's a whole kit and caboodle in the book. It's a whole song and dance. Yeah. Literally, it is a song. And I'm bummed we missed it. It's like well, leaving the Sorting Hat song out of the Harry Potter movies, but whatever. They're only in season two. There's too many. That's not enough seasons to do a musical episode. So it's it, a yeah. witch's song. Okay. 
just saying. But yeah, so they okay. they do their their spell on Will to try and clot his bleeding. Uh, and then Lyra curls up next to him, and then Pan curls up like right on his shoulder, and it's so cute. It's yeah, so literally, cute. we both at the same time, but you didn't hear me say they're not gonna give him a pillow. <laughs> I was like, he's just hit on the ground. Very uncomfortable. <laughs> very uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, and then Pan. Pan has that like his little sweet voice, and he just has that moment of like we we feel safe here, don't we? And did he? He said that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he I did. didn't hear Pan this whole episode. My heart broke. It was a very cute line. It's very sweet. Wow. It made me sad. Yeah. Uh, but Fra, so Fra Pavel, we kind of cut back to Magisterium here. Fra Pavel, if you remember from the last episode, at the end of that weird ass meeting they had, the Cardinal asked him like. Tell me what the fuck Mrs. Coulter is looking for. Because, like, I don't know where the hell she went, and I would like to know. So he comes back, and he's taken the 96 days it takes for him to read his alethiometer, because he's stupid, and he's not Lyra. Uh, so he's, he's come back with an answer, and he's very scared. He's afraid of what, of what he's going to say. He's like, hey, this might be some heresy. I don't want you to get mad at me. Don't shoot the messenger. You know? Not my fault. Eh? But he tells, I'm, I'm just saying, he's very, he like touches his shoulder like he's been whipping himself or something and it like, whatever. Then yeah, the he's probably been flogging himself. Is, yeah. I'm not about it. But uh, he says that uh, Mrs. Coulter is looking for Lyra and Lyra has gone to another world. Yes. And then you kind of get into the whole like, oh, by the way, she also had me ask a question, which why did you not tell the Cardinal that? Like right away. That seems like heresy. important information heresy though but why would you not tell him like hey mrs coulter asked me a question about her i feel and like he know this he that but she asked before he was cardinal that's what that was oh that's fair that's fair but so still, it wasn't a, it was it was on a need to know basis and he did not need and to know he at the cardinal, time he needed to know he needed to know no but because he, when he found out why when yeah, he found so out he, he asks about lyra and so she had asked who is Lyra Balakwa? Which seems like an odd question for a mother to ask with their child's name. You know, Not for that clearly. mother. Well, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so so he and he kind of gets he gets very nervous about it, and and the cardinal's very impatient about it, just like spit spit it out. What the fuck are you trying to say? And he says, you know, if she's tempted by the serpent, it is likely that she will fall, and dust and sin will triumph. Uh, you know, she's gonna he like has, starts talking in all this fancy language and. And then it cuts to black and you don't know. So who knows? Whatever. Who knows? I don't know. I, I, I literally was speaking a little during that, but we got some some uh, connection issues. Uh, but they were like, you know, he was like, speak her name. What is her name? And stuff like that. And I said, Eve is Lyra's, I guess, prophecy name. Eve um, as like Adam and Eve? Yep. And uh, Will's clearly Adam. Uh, and it's just going to be gross because they're kids. Wow. So there you go. Why you got to make it like that? Uh, Stephen King made it like that. So Okay, we don't talk about <laughs> man and his <laughs> child orgy. That, that they, that's well, see, things I, that you'll leave out of the adaptations for good reasons. Well, see, this is, that's why I'm like, I don't know if this book ever goes that direction. No, or I don't think like Philip that. Pullman was doing cocaine when he wrote this. So no. I, you don't know what he was doing. He could have been <laughs> shooting up heroin as, as far as you know. I don't think so. He's writing books about 
freaking uh, witches and talking animals. He could have been on whatever type of drugs. You're on whatever type of drugs. Boreal I mean, looks better than ever, is my No, he note. doesn't. No, he, he does than, not. He looks comfy. He looks casual. You know, he's out for a stroll. I'm, you know, casual Boreal. What a nice Listeners, look. listeners, everything that she's saying, she's literally saying the opposite of how he was from his clothing to his just general demeanor. Like, he's nervous. He's like, I don't like being around in this area because there are things here that could literally kill us basically you know um he's not wrong and i i don't know i just didn't like this break under pressure for this character that seemed to always be under you know cool under under pressure i think all it goes to show is just how terrifying the specters are like you have this character who has at every point been cool calm and collected but these things this is what rattles him yeah but you i mean if he explained Everybody's it. Everybody's got something they're afraid of. I understand. But if he's like, it, it, you know, this thing has similar features or has a similar result as whenever you're cut. And uh, Mrs. Coulter knows that's even bad. Like, why isn't she worried at all as well? Because she's crazy. Yeah, that is true. Because she is crazy. And she sees the world very differently than Boreal does. They are not equal uh she sees everything very different so where he sees something to fear she sees something to control yeah she is crazy she's very she's crazy uh but they're they're walking through chitagatse and they find like a specter victim just kind of standing there staring and she does her whole whole like boo she tries to scare him no reaction it's very weird uh, and that's when he's like, you know, it's like being cut. And she's like, no, no, no. This is this. I've seen people be cut. I have been in the room. This is more than that. Something's going on here. That's different. Um, I don't know how she determined that. Cause it did look just like the same thing of being cut. I think because when you had people that were cut and maybe it's that you see it more in the book. Cause when you have people that are cut, they can still function. Like they still move around. They still can take orders to do things. You, they, you can still have them, you know, go here, do this, do that. Like they're still walking around. Um, specter victims are not, they are empty husks. They're, they're nothing. Uh, okay. Who will wither okay. and die. So there it's, it's a different kind of, it's similar to intercision as they call it. Um, but just, more and she's okay. kind of recognizing that she's like this is we can we can learn a little something, something from this crazy but, yeah a little bit <laughs> but uh they they've used this as their 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 transition for a little more passage of time at the magisterium they're in another creepy meeting with the there was a fox demon there was a squirrel demon yeah they uh i mean they weren't really moving but yes but they, they were there they, they, they were present they were there yeah uh, but he says that, you know, whatever whatever information he got from Fra Pavel was so bad. He says the magisterium faces a threat so grave. We're completely changing directions. I have sent troops through the anomaly, uh, ostensibly to find this little girl, apparently, because that's the only thing that changed is that he now knows that Lyra is there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that, you know, in the name of the authority, we will not wait. Like, he's got his whole spiel, his old kit and caboodle. Um, whatever he heard, he did not like. One person like speaks up the whole time, and just like oh, yeah. what's like, what's like, yes, cardinal or something like that, yeah, just out like, of nowhere. It's this old thing. And he's talking about how we just sent troops through, and he goes, yes, cardinal. And then he looks at him like that wasn't a fucking question. Who asked you to speak? 
You know what? I feel like that wasn't scripted and they just left it in. <laughs> I think that was one extra that was like, I'm going to say something. I'm going to yeah. be in this. If I'm not in this shot. Method. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Cardinal. They're all just like, what? Well, I guess we'll leave that in then. Whatever. And uh, yeah, he says, uh, you know, the, the, the first to partake of this great sacrifice will be the child, Lyra Balakwa, at which you went, a.k.a. And cut to back. And cut again. Just nope. just say it. Just nope. say it. Well, Is it something that ties in with uh, Azriel's plans or something? Is that why? Know. Because they're going to wait till this last. If they do not do his plans in the last episode, Emma. I will lay it out for you if it's not in that episode. Because if it's not in this episode, they're not going to do it. I will lay it out. You think they're Uh, not going to do it if they don't do it in the next episode? If you don't do it, like, what is the point of waiting? No. It's been explained 17 times in the book. If you're not, if you're not still, no, absolutely not. If they don't talk about it, I'll just tell you what it is. We'll walk. Okay. All right. Okay. But uh, so we, we we cut back to Will and Lyra or Will and Serafina who are sitting and having a, a conversation. And um, I rewound this scene because I was like, surely I didn't hear that right. Because they start off by saying the spell worked. And I went, yeah. excuse me. And yeah, I looked yeah. back again and said, I still am not certain I heard it right. I'm like, did they really just say this? No, it didn't. But it no, did. No, it didn't. But it didn't. But he's still but it, bleeding. But it, it does not but stop. It, but it did. No. Yeah, but it did. That's how he gets. That's how he gets to trust them because no. they fixed him. This, they did. You know, that's their spell that's, did not work. This is stupid. So wait, how do they fix it in the book then? You just have to wait. Oh my! He would have died. <laughs> you mean I have to wait another season or another book? He would have died. No. So it it, de- it doesn't work. They they do fix it. They they fix it. It's just not the witches. They are not. Oh, the, the angels fix it. Fix it. So it I does get it. fixed. Uh, and again, I'll let you know. Like, we'll talk more about all the stuff that I haven't been able to talk about for the book um, after next episode. I but, feel like we. Yeah, won't, no, it's but, like it's okay. like a whole thing. <laughs> like that's it's like a big deal that because that's when he thinks he's gonna die. He's like, this is mm. it. If they couldn't heal me, nobody can. Like, this is going to kill me. I. I well, don't know you don't know. Do. You don't know. They might start off right in the next episode of it actually did not work. And That'd be so just... stupid. That's so like, oh, it worked. And then five minutes, like, oh, it didn't work. Shut the fuck up. No, no, it, no. It, no. You know why I can see something like that happening? Because it just says that whatever this is, is more powerful than these witches that we've already made seem extremely powerful. Like even their, It gets you know, the same point across if work. it just didn't work at all in the first place, nah. which it didn't. Nah. Like if it works a little bit and then doesn't, like no, it didn't work. At, like it literally did nothing to staunch the bleeding. He is still like his hand is turning purple and swollen, and it's like feverish and shiny. Like it's a real bad vet. Like and it, he's just bleeding. He's just bleeding all over the place, and it won't stop. I wonder how the other dude uh, survived. Then did he lose his finger some other way? No, they all you, they all lose it that way. Um, With the knife, right? Yeah, yeah. Huh. I don't know. Couldn't hmm. tell you. I think it was. Cool. It might have been a thing where like the guild knew what the deal was, but the guild is no longer there, which is why eh, they couldn't fix it. But uh, mm. yeah, I'm not sure. But so he and he he and Seraphina have a little conversation where she he gets let in a little bit on the prophecy because Kaiza's like tell him, which is always my favorite thing when you have two characters that know something and one that doesn't, and one of them goes tell him, and it's like, well, now yeah. you have to because now he well- knows there's something to tell. Well, when he said that, too, because I was just like, why didn't he just come out and say it? Was she have gotten mad at you, bro, and, like, hit you on the head? Like, no, you guys are, you know, you're one of the same type of situation. So 
Just spew it out. I don't like that voice actor too, but nah, um, I like his voice. No, he it's, he's so he sounds like he is literally reading a book as he's I feel like, but doing it's, the it, lines. At that point, it's like a directorial choice of like, like yeah, the voice actor did it, but they also were like, yes, this is what we want. But well, isn't he kind of famous though? Who the the voice actor that does I the? I don't know who it is. I have no idea. Who I it thought is. he was somebody that was like a had like a name or something like that, and it could be one of those things. Like they didn't correct freaking Benedict Cumberbatch when he was saying penguins wrong the whole time during penguins. a documentary. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm thinking it could be something like that. The like no, nah, that's perfect. Demon voice that I recognize the actor for is Azriel's. That's the only actress that I recognize. But oh. other than that, I don't know that I recognize any of the voices. Hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. But, uh, I mean, we'll, so we'll so Serafina lets him in on on you know there's a prophecy about Lyra, and in that prophecy about Lyra, she you know must travel with a boy. And maybe who could that be? You. Maybe it's who you. could maybe that it's not be? You. We don't know. Oh. But just FYI, like. You know, you're her we responsibility, but she's also your responsibility. You know, you guys got to take care of each other. This is about. And if I was Will, I'd be like, huh, thanks for the new information. And we haven't been doing that for like a week now. That's Jeez. Fair. Fair. They haven't they have been watching out for each other. Uh, now we get to um, Mrs. Coulter and Boreal seeing the specters for the first time. This was a really cool scene. So for somebody that knows that these specters are, you know, terrible and they just, they, they destroy somebody. If I am into you, why would I back away inside of a building and lock you outside to die? Because Boreal loves himself more than anything else. He, he See, values his own life over everything else. That has never seemed like that was the thing. Yeah, no, Boreal, like, even at the, even if it comes down to it between saving Mrs. Coulter and saving himself, he will always save himself, like. Well, this is, this is why I, I think that, because he doesn't, like, even though, even in that scene, he's like, oh, yeah, you are my equal, he sees her as property. Yes. Like, that's just what it is, and he values his property, like, the things. Not more than he values himself. That's, I mean, I guess now, yes, that's that's just how it is. But, like, everything else just seems like he values his property. The suits that he wears, the cars that he drives, the antiques that he collects. He wants her a part of this collection. That's why I thought, even from the last episode when I called him dying, that's why I said it'll be a thing where he's trying to get in the way of something, where he thinks he's, like, saving this, but ah, she's like, yeah, no. Because, I mean... Yeah, whatever. She might be some collection, but there will—he won't be able to collect anything if he's dead. Well, I'm not he's not going like, to jump in front of a like bullet to save jumping, her. He's not going to jump in front of a specter to save her. But like, drag her inside or like yell at her, like nah, get in he's here like, this or something. Crazy. Like, I'm he literally slowly backed in there, <laughs> closed the door, and, and locked, locked it. The door. He like, was like, "You're on your own. I'm gonna go." Yeah. And there's like. It was like an American bathroom stall. The amount of space between those two doors. That's not stopping no specter. Uh, I mean, you don't know what stops specters. I mean, they can fly. Uh, they could have been too big to get into that crevice. Wow. So who knows? But, so we have this really, really cool scene where like she masters herself. Like she's walking toward them. She kind of realizes what they are. She has this idea clearly in her head about how to beat them. 
and she she mentions later to Carlo. She she only calls him Carlo now. Um, yeah, she well, mentions she later to, to Carlo that, you know, he had told her, you know, that they take out everything human. So she just suppressed all of that part of her, you know? What she is that? Her what does fear. that mean? She mastered her emotions. She cut herself off from her. So especially, I think it's important when they show, like, her demon is clearly scared. And she chooses not to feel that. She separates herself from her demon's emotions. And when you when you consider the fact that your demon is your soul, she separates some part of her psyche from her soul. And that's kind of how she figures this is going to work. And this is stuff that isn't in the book, but I'm glad they added this because you're kind of just left to, you know, it's one of those things where in the book, she's controlling the specters and you're just like, ah, well, she's Mrs. Coulter. She can do that. Like, it's not really explained. <laughs> It's still kind of not explained to me. Like, if you, what does a person with, a, yeah, well, what does a person without a demon do? Nothing. Like, we got that I mean, visual I think representation. Same, I think it's the same concept. It's just that with a demon, you have the visual representation of her demon, her soul, feeling something very different from what she is allowing herself to feel. It's kind of weird because it's like if it very was a weird. thing that 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 provoked these things like they feed off of fear so they go after you or they feed off of um you know uh, anger so they go after you then you well, can they feed off of life they feed off of humanity so if you just suppress all the humanness inside of what you does that mean <laughs> i don't know it's magic what, what are you suppressing that's what i'm saying it's like fiction i don't know because also because disbelief here also we're suspending from the highest bridge in the world <laughs> is what we're doing because if you're just like i'm gonna take everything that you know makes me human and suppress it then aren't you like the husks that are walking around it's a good question because so if the, you oh, go for I, it. she because like she's controlling them she like literally at one point was like all right go and then yeah. one just like bounces yeah, so she off. Like, she like reaches out to touch it and it recoils from her. Like the thing it feeds off of, the thing it wants isn't in her. So it doesn't want anything to do with her. I, I, I don't know. Wish I knew so it the, that way. Okay. the way that it's done in the book, this is why I like it in the show. Cause the way that it's done in the book. And I think I read a little bit of that, that passage is, is Carlo um, asks her, he's like, how did you do that? Like that's in, like, that shouldn't be possible. And the way that she talks about it is that, you know, well, you told me that what they what they wanted and what they valued was was humanity, was life. And when you know what something wants, you can control it. So all I had to do was convince them that I could give like I was worth more to them as I am. And I could give them more of what they wanted if I was alive so they can, you know, I can use them and they can use me. And, and that, that kind of opens up that question of how the fuck did you communicate with them? Yeah, unless it's like understand. this psychic thing or yeah, something like so that. Yeah, so I have no but... idea. So like, can you? Can they speak? Are you talking to them? I have no idea. And you're just kind of left to accept that like she is just that fucking good. Oh, you haven't watched managed to do Mandalorian. It. I'm behind. Uh, I'm behind. Oh my gosh, because there's a scene that's similar. Um, is it with the and it's, just, it's just, yeah, it literally just explains like, you know, a character is like, can you speak to this character? And then the other character is just like, in a way. And that's just left like yeah, that. So that's basically the same thing. So uh, they're using the but force the here. All just right, cool. So cool of her like walking up the alley and they're all around. And like, she, oh, it was so cool. It was so cool. She's terrible. She's all like, she's a bad person, but she's so cool. 
I see. I still don't get her being a bad person, like as you know, be, at this point now, because like I said, she's still kind of just trying to find her. And you, I know she's different in the book, but like she's just trying to find her daughter and then what she perceives to be the best for her. But I don't see any ill intent so far. Um, and again, and she's she a woman. Beat her daughter like the second she showed any sort of independence from her. I'm talking about as of now. Like we're talking about like how this iteration of her now and they're even you know one one, she uh, beat her in the show what are you talking about when she beat her demon when she set her monkey on lyra's demon yeah i know and i just said they're even because she just said uh pan on the it is not even when a child hits their parent versus when a parent hits their child i no you are a monster I for an I. They're on square ground. No, they're again. not. Lyra is a child. They are on square ground. She is oh almost of age. She's so no. So terrible. So from you know, I okay, I'll just say that I haven't seen any ill intent. To me, she's a woman that has a new perspective on life because she knows now that there are um there are statuses in life that she can attain that were suppressed from her original life. This is exactly what I mean. And I said it last season and I've said it this season about the show working to make her more likable and the fact that it changes the way you perceive her. True. Yeah. I mean, true. I under, but I understand her ambition now, you know, I'm saying at least, uh, you know, as a person that didn't really learn about the, opportunities of like further education until almost the end of high school education you you really get a different look like it reminded me that last last episode when she's talking with or maybe the episode before that when she's talking with um mary malone and Mm -hmm. we did that thing and remember i was like this is huge for her because it reminded me of myself when i was in uh, like I was at least five years out of high school and I was helping somebody with a college paper and she was asking me questions and she was like, all right, when was the first time uh, college was introduced into your life? And when I really thought about it, I was like, it wasn't until I was about to graduate high school. Like, and then she, I remember the girl being like, really? Like we were, you know, taught about the different type of schools and everything like that from like junior high and stuff. And I'm like, no. Nah. At our schools, we never got any type of further education outside of you go to high school and that's it. So, like, with her character, she was always, there was always a ceiling, you know, because of her environment, because of the magisterium, you know, because she's a woman, you know. So, I understand her ambitions now as a character because this whole new world is open. This whole new universe is open to her. Um, So, that's all I'm, you know, that's... So I'm not saying that she's a good guy now. I'm just saying I understand. I'm telling you they're making her more likable for the show, and I don't like it. For exactly this reason. For exactly (laughs) this reason. So you feel like I should dislike this character or dislike her more? Or like her for, like, different reasons. Like, again, like, Mrs. Coulter in the book is that character that you love to hate. Like, she's a bad person. She has very few redeeming qualities. Like, you understand certain things about her life. Like, they go more into what happened with her and Asriel when they, you know, uh, had their affair and her husband. And they go, you know, she talks about, about about not being able to, you know, retain certain things because she's a woman having to act a certain way uh, because she's a woman around a bunch of men. But, like, you still recognize that she's a bad person. 
She yeah. just also happens to live in a bad system. I don't know. Maybe the villains that I quote unquote love to hate uh, are very um, either one, you understand their their motivations or two, their personalities are so overt that you're like, oh, I like this guy or I like this girl. Like, That's her. This, yeah. She's yeah, very overtly like crazy. Her well, craziness. Once you get beneath the, 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 the mask. This whole suicidal craziness is not a. It's not again, a thing. again, more things that you're like, why are they doing this? Because you you hearken back to that weird scene in season one where she's about to jump off a building, and you're yeah. like, why, why, why? Is it to make me or, feel sympathy for her? Are all the scenes where she's hurting herself because she does yep. it again in this one? So she does, and I am not going to sympathize with her for that. I'm just not, not. Stuck. Wow, wow. The monkey wow. even sympathized with her for that. He did. Eesh. He did. Uh, but yeah, so they have that scene, which is very cool. Ruth Wilson is so, she's so good. As She's so good in this role. I love it so much. Yeah, you she gotta watch be, Luther. I know. It's, it's, been on my, it's been on my list. She might be yeah. the best part of the show. Like, well, performance-wise. Uh, hold, hold, hold on. Let's, let's hold your horses, uh-huh. okay? Because mm-hmm. we already know. Mr. Cargo who, Pants. Who, we are one episode. Mr. Okay? Cargo Pants. Let's go. Let's let's pull it back. And it was one iconic. episode. Iconic. No. Many people are known for one to, moment. To iconic. the end. To the end. He played the role. And even the last little bit, because I know we cut away, because I remember thinking like when they were like, Oh, let's go celebrate after she controls the specters. I'm like, dude, you're don't celebrate in that. And then you said some <laughs> things like, Oh, well, they're not gonna need them or something like that. And I, I mean, like, the way that she's, she's looking not, at him. She's not good. Yeah, I, I knew from the moment that she shot him down. Nobody switches and turns all of a sudden. Like, oh yeah, let me know. No, you don't. Not in that short period of time. So I was like, nah, they they're gonna need their clothes. Go get your suit, bro. Go get your something else. Wow. Uh, and I was right. You know, I was right. So well, so what, where during, do we switch to? Well, during all of this, Mrs. Coulter's having her little powwow with the specters. Um. Lee is flying overhead and sees all the specters converging on someone. Oh yeah, and I got yeah, real, I got real worried here because I was like, he's like, oh, we should land and help them. I was like, what are we doing? What are we? Because we've already had a weird scene with him and Mrs. Coulter in the prison, and I was like, are we going to continue? I was like, so in my feels that we were about to have another conversion. Get another here. one. I was so upset. I was like, Coulter why the fuck is he about to land right now? What are we doing? But they kind of tease <laughs> you with it, and then. Uh, Grumman, Joppery, John Perry, whatever you want to call him, explains. He's like, well, you know, if they're there, then the knife bear isn't there. If Lyra's there, they won't hurt her because they don't hurt children. So let's just keep going. And Mm. blissfully, he does. But the Magisterium airships have appeared behind them. Yeah. And my first thought was, oh, no, because he was like, keep going. The wind is with us or something like that. That's what. uh, And I was like, you know, they got engines, right? And these engines can, you know, propel them faster than your wind can do this. So it does come up later. It does. Yeah. So you're kind of useless, is what I'm hearing for a second time now. Thank you. Thank you. Just, just sit there and wow. you know. He calls up the speed. wind. All right. Can you call up wind, Aaron? <sighs> yeah, I didn't think so. Just I didn't did. think so. Just did. Right uh, yeah, that's now. not getting your airship very far. Just did. It didn't get them that very far either. (laughs) Your lungs ain't getting you very far. But uh, we do cut back to to Lyra and Will, and they have their little moment. Um, 
Lyra's really shaken by by the kids that tried to just murder them. Uh, I mean, wouldn't you be? Yeah, I mean, rightly so. Like, she's like, I've never seen children act like that before. Like, they were going to kill us. And Will is totally not faced. He's like, I have. That does not surprise me. Yeah. He's like, I'm from the Bronx, New York. So, uh, I've well, seen- he, he talks about, <laughs> about the way that his mother was treated. And I'm trying to remember that that's one of the scenes that I'd meant to look up in the book and I forgot to, but he tells a story about, you know, he's just like, you know, my, my mother, she does things that don't make sense. You know, she has to touch every railing or every park bench or, you know, she does things that you mentioned that. that- yeah. You mentioned and, that about the book last time that they never said. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, yeah, uh, Emma told me about this in the book that she needs to she has that impulse or whatever. Yeah. So she's got she's got that going on. Um, and he talks about how, like, you know, and, and there was these kids and they're just mean to her. These boys that are mean to her for no reason. And I'm trying to remember. I think it was a bit more. I think it was a bit more in the book, because if I remember correctly, the story he tells her is that she kind of she had a break at one point and she was wandering around with no clothes on and she ended up cornered by a bunch of teenage boys who wanted to hurt her Jeez. and i'm trying to remember but i'm pretty sure that's the story he tells in the book and he is just like i'm not surprised by the evilness of children of men of any like it just doesn't shock me anymore because i've seen what they'll do to helpless people Jeez, what part of England did he grow up in? Jeez, <laughs> it's rough. He had a rough time. Not Oxford. Really? He was. He was uh, far. I was. I was about to say on the rough streets far. of Oxford. Really? Remember, he does not live in Oxford. He lives nowhere close to Oxford. He has to take like two buses and walk to get there. Um, yeah, on the main streets of Oxford. That's where. That's where he learned. Okay. Well, right. and, and and like he kind of talks about like the way it made him grow up fast. Like he used to sit and pretend that his dad had gone abroad and he was a, a, a famous explorer and he'd just gotten lost. And when he came back, you know, Will wouldn't have to be the 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 parent anymore. Like he would get to be a kid again. His dad would come back, his mom would be fixed, his life would be perfect, he would have friends, he would go to school, because you know, he never got to have friends because what do your friends like your friends want to come to your house. Your friends wanna, you know, your parents talk to each other. Like he could never do any of that. And at a certain uh, point I mean, he, he was realized partially it wasn't right, happen. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So at a certain uh, point then- he just he just realized it Lyra, wasn't happen. Yeah, but then Lyra hits her, hits him with the, uh, you know, or she was like, or he said he couldn't trust anybody or any any of the kids or something. Mm-hmm. And then Lyra hits him with the until you met me. And then they're BFFs. and I was like, wow, wow, the Lyra, they're great. But but then they kind of set off with the witches back down the same stretch of set they've been walking the entire episode. Uh, and then my next note is just all caps. She's about to poison him. Uh, yeah, because I, I mean, they showed earlier. Oh, no, no, they showed right during then, right? When she, no, she like that, picks uh, up a bottle like that was that was earlier in the episode. She like picks up a little bottle and then you know, you really think nothing of it. No, I thought everything of it when she uh-huh. smelled it and got excited. Uh-huh. Yeah. What do they say? Uh, uh, poison's a, a, a woman's weapon. Is I was wondering what, if you were going to say that. Yes, they do yeah. say that. So then, yeah, boom, it was there. I, I, I knew I didn't get my hopes up at all the whole time. Mm-hmm. They're drinking together. You know what should have set him off? She giggled. She was oh. giggling. You should have immediately known she was about to murder you. But that's from a person that doesn't know this mm-hmm. person that they're infatuated with. They're just they're in love with the idea of this possession. And then 
I feel like even him saying we're equals is just let me say what I need to say. Exactly. Because that's what I think she needs to hear type of situation. To collect you. Exactly. So then they have their drink. Uh, She kisses him out of nowhere. Because he has a, he's a, you know, I, I would like an equal to share it with, and that's you. And my notice says, oh, he's going to die. Wow. You're terrible. So, and then, yeah, oh, no, there's the poison. I, I, I saw that coming a mile away. And, you know, but what was good was the how they, they zoomed in once, you know, Boreal is, uh, you know, scratching at his throat. A little bit. And little bit. Try, <clears throat> yeah. Oh, I got a little something in my Yeah. Throat. And is every poison scene the exact same way for <laughs> yes. every movie and yes. every TV show? There's yeah. like a little, mm, uh, yeah, you got a little, like that should be the first inclination right there of like, oh, she poisoned me. You like, know what's uh, funny though is there's a point to that because there's there's uh, things that you'll read of people who, who are choking, um, like choking on food in public in restaurants, and they won't ask for help immediately because they don't, like they're embarrassed by it. Like they hmm. don't want to make a scene, so people will like try and cough a little bit, or they'll 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 just like quickly try and figure out, and then it gets much worse because they didn't ask for help because they were embarrassed. Ah, there's probably a study for that too. Yeah, yeah it's like a very real thing of just like <clears throat> let me something's wrong, but let me just <clears throat> not show anything. I don't really want to <laughs> make a big deal out of it. But the they uh, he he you know he starts to die from this poison. And you see the snake as well start to, you know, flip upside down and, you know, die Which as well. I let you in on, but can we talk about how the show left out some little, little something-something that was going on with the demons? Uh, basically a snake job from the <laughs> monkey. <laughs> the yes. way the book <laughs> talks about That's it. It's disgusting, and I'm glad they left it out. I'm I didn't so need to hear... Um, I did not need to see or even hear uh, about welcome. a monkey jerking a snake in in <laughs> no in any of this situation. So for those it wasn't of you who necessary. Not had the pleasure of reading the books. Um, I think you posed the question last season of like, where's the line with the demons? Like, what's going on with the demons when people are doing things? Well, this is a bit of an answer of what's going on yes. with the demons when people are doing Disgusting. things. So uh, if you'd like to read the book, you know, it gets a little, it gets a little saucy. It's a little, it's a little sensual with the demon and the snake, uh, the monkey. And no, the it's snake. very graphic. Like <laughs> it's, it's very graphic. I don't mean a little, a like, little bit. A little bit. no, it's, it's, it's disturbing and it's disgusting and nobody should have read that. Um, and then when it dies, uh, the monkey just ugh, flings it away. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely metaphorical but mrs coulter has her her little villain speech as he as he leans back and kind of starts to realize and she's like your ambitions were small i outgrew you you are not important i am not your equal because you will never be equal to me you have never been equal to me you're nothing i used you and now i don't need you anymore and now i'm done with you please die uh she didn't say the please die at the end there but uh um, she would never say please they they zoom into boreal's face uh, real tight <laughs> shot. This is how you know he's an important character. And a single tear. The single Demi Moore comes, tear out of one comes out eye of his eye as and he falls dies. on his cheek. It's it's I was like, that's a bit extra. You know you like <laughs> this bit? character. A bit. That that's a bit extra. 
So you know what? Boreal was always an extra man. And I just I love I love that this is the outfit he has to live in for eternity. And whatever plane he's gone to, he is cargo shorts, cargo pants. My bad. Cargo pants. Carlo. Cargo pants. Carlo. All right. For eternity. All right. Let's let's give a subtitle. Cargo pants. Carlo. (laughs) That's terrible. I swear to God. Cargo pants. Carlo. That's terrible. At least they gave him the the Shakespearean type of you know, zoom in to the face that you could tell this character was deeper than mm-hmm. just, you know, but I mean, he is uh, again, a, uh, a victim of, uh, of his, um, surroundings, hubris? his, not really his hubris. Yeah. He only thought, he only thought in the world that he, he never saw outside. Like I said, she's onto a bigger dreams because now she can see, you know, the sky. Uh, as opposed to, you know, the ceiling. He was never like that, you know? He was about collecting things and living comfortable. So, yeah, they, they were on two different things. And also, he wasn't insane, you know? Of course, they're not equals. She's yeah. crazy. He could never so, keep up. He could never keep up. I don't know. See, you're taking it in the way. <laughs> as, you're taking it in the way as he's less. No, he is. I think. He is. I think, no. I think. Less. I think they're on the same plane, but she's to the far crazy side, and he's—he's mm-hmm. he's not he's even in the on, same universe. No, he that's, could never handle her. Stop that right he could there! Never handle her. Stop that right now, because if she had never crossed over to any different dimension or anything like that, she still would have just been crazy old. Uh, I can be as high as I can here, type of person. Her ambitions and she still would have fought stifled. for more. Always, always. She no, she wouldn't have. She would have been. You know nothing. As, you know nothing. She would have been satiated with what they gave her. She That's never was. She never ever was in her world. She didn't know anything. She didn't know but anything. But she knew at that all. she wanted when more. She, was, she didn't know that she could. She didn't know how she could get it, but she knew she wanted it. She would have when when they said, "Who was it? Was it uh, the the dude that's the cardinal right now, or was it Boreal?" Somebody told her she would have looked better as Cardinal. And she instantly shot that idea down. Because she knows and it's not an attainable thing in her world. So even though she doesn't know, so that's there are why different I'm saying. ways she did, to get she, power. Like I said, she didn't know anything. So she wouldn't have known any. She would have been like, this is the height and this is the peak I can get. I've got the, I've got the, um, the Cardinal in my pocket. Cause we've done some, you know, behind the scenes, dirty work. But if I can't get that role, that's all powerful like that, then I don't you're know. You're assuming she else. would stop there. You're assuming that her ambition ends there. She, she's got that thing where like you, she gets what she wants and then she realizes it's not enough. And you go for more and more and more. And it's never, ever enough. I didn't, what more could she have possibly even thought of attaining? That's what I'm saying. Like, Asriel is the person that's like, well, I'm doing whatever it is. So it basically would have been. Which is why he was the only person that she ever felt that she had any kind of equal footing on. Because his ambitions were always just as big as hers were. So like, like I'm saying, so like if you took his character out then what it would have been is just her ambitions to break the the barrier and go to a different world type of situation. She would have figured something out. Because mm. at that point, you're just in hypotheticals. And you're like, well, hypothetically, this would happen or this would happen. I fucking hate hypotheticals. Like, hypothetically, well, I mean, we can only go off. Yeah, out. where they all, we can only go off the evidence that's given from the book and from the show so far. And that's just all I'm going off of. 
No, you know? you're going off the show and what I tell you of the book. You don't know. You don't okay, know. But, you don't know. Oh, yeah. But I'm okay. But from the show, what have I said about her character and her newfound? Oh, I've got all this new stuff that I can do. But if she didn't ever have that, then she's Coulter from the block. (laughs) So she is. She still would have been. She always, even if you take away the fact that, like, yeah, she wouldn't have had another world to play in. But that doesn't mean that she would have stopped at any one point. She would have continued to rise. She just would have risen in her own world. I think, well, no, she wouldn't have risen in her own world because you got the the magisterium that's, you know, keeping her suppressed. She wouldn't like have said, risen visibly or publicly, but she would have continued to rise. She would always, she would always find more. That's just what she does. Okay. We're both going hypotheticals. Yeah. So we'll, we'll just. Only one of we'll, us. Only one of us we'll read con- the books. So fuck off. We'll continue on. We'll continue on. But uh, Lee and Joppery are being gained on. Oh and wow! They're, they're getting chased. It's almost as if it's almost as if engines played a factor in this chase, and which again they both knew. Like he's clearly Jopri is not. He's not concerned. Like, d- does he look scared to you? Does he look like this was a surprise to him? I would think somebody that doesn't have magic would be a little bit. And yet he's fine because he mm. trusts Lee's skill. You know, he's like, I can summon wind. Lee's skill had nothing like, to do with and it. And he said, I can summon some wind. It'll help us both, you know, but whatever. I can summon a storm. And Lee's like, I don't know about that. Like, I still have to fly. And he's like, nah, you got it. You're fine. So he summons a storm, strikes a Zeppelin down with lightning, brings out all the birds, strikes a Zeppelin down with birds. All right. He takes out two Zeppelins by himself, by himself. Mm, I'm calling bluff. I'm saying he saw some clouds in the sky, said go that direction. Wow. And we all know he how animals. He summoned the storm animals, and then he summoned the bird. So we all know how animals. About him not being we can, we can, we all know how animals leave during storms. Uh-huh, uh, uh, so right into, right into their deaths. Into oh, I'm sorry. Have you never heard that? of a bird hit an engine before in an airplane? I'm sorry, have you heard of a thousand birds hitting a plane? It's a cheetah got say. Different wow. rules. We don't wow. know here. We so, don't know. So, yes. He summons them. He summons some <laughs> okay. birds. Okay. You even said yourself, you went, oh, we're summoning birds now, was exactly what you said. Well, don't because even it's try. Like, don't even try. Okay, so even if we take everything that I said away, you could have done this at any time, my guy, and you waited you till this time? No, you didn't. No, you did didn't. It was necessary. And still, what happens? He took out two zeppelins. That's what happened. We we're we're going down. Not yet. <laughs> still. Not yet. Really? When did it cut? Uh, I jumped ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was about to say <laughs> because we left out the part where Mrs. Coulter is just having a drink with a corpse. Four bottles. She is people. four bottles deep with this she man's f- dead body. And you and for you naysayers out there, oh, he was drinking. T- no, he had a shot of poison and he died. <laughs> she is four bottles. It was his deep. second cup. It was his second cup. Because she no, said, "Do you want was- more?" Because she said, "Do you want a refill?" And she refilled oh, a glass. Okay, okay. We'll even give him it's that. Two cup. cups. Two mm-hmm. cups out of a, out of one bottle. <laughs> that's still that's still three more on her. She earned it. She earned she- it. Good for her. She earned it. She, she killed the man. Earned it. Yeah, yeah. Did you, did you see Will knocking some back whenever he killed the guy? He's too young. No. Okay, he is a man. He He's is a, child. a man. He's, 12. <laughs> He's not. 
And then, and then she what has, happens and then with she her? She has this, yeah. this like weird moment with the monkey, and she's like staring him down, and she 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 puts her hand over the fire, which I'm so over. No, and then she That's just what like she did. St- stares him dead in the eyes, and she says, "Strength is salvation." Remember that. You know what? Uh, I'm I like, feel you like are the drunk, monkey ma'am. because through two seasons so far, the monkey has not uttered one word, not not, not said one thing, and like, I just wanted him in that. That that instance to just be like, why am I here, dude? Like, just send me someplace else. Like, I, what do you want me around for? I'm getting hurt all the time. I'm putting in dangerous situations. I'm frightened. What, what, what are we doing here? Why don't we go our separate ways? We clearly can. We clearly can go as far away as possible, you know. So, what am I doing here? Does he ever speak? Well, I mean, in two seasons he hasn't spoken, and in two books he hasn't spoken. So that's that okay. is that is on par with the book. Okay, so it's it's then a, it's a choice. Down. Then the, okay. the, the, the 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 balloon goes down. They get fucking and... sniped, bullshit, yeah. from a zeppelin to a balloon in the air in a storm. Fucking sniper hits the gas canister. Bullshit. And you find out it was Clint Barton the whole time on the Zeppelin, yeah, I guys. I guess. I guess That's so. what it was. Actually, I was thinking about that. I was like, these are high winds. And this dude really is, what is he, leading the shot? The bullet is just going to perfectly hit them or something? But it moving does. Moving target to moving target in a storm. I hate it. But yes, they, it, uh, they go down and that's it. Cut to black. Yeah. So that does not happen in the book? I'm trying to remember. They the, they do crash. I'm trying to remember how. Um but yeah, they they do crash. It's a similar thing of I like he swear. takes down two of them, and then they still they still go down, and there's there's a zeppelin. So maybe they got hit with the earlier bullets that they were getting shot at. You I know? think, and I think part of it might have also just been the the, the storm. Oh really? Oh okay, the storm that happened. But she also said yeah. he said the same thing. There was like, hey, like, it'll affect them, but it'll affect us too. I took down two of they, them. First of all, with those Gatling guns that they were being shot at, they would have been ripped apart. Like. A little bit. I don't. Yeah. And then why did well, they just aim at he, the balloon? He like he screams. He's like, "Get down!" And they get down. And then the birds come out. And he's like, "Watching the birds." I was like, "Did we forget the get down part of this? They're still shooting at you." Yeah, but he's magic now. Huh? Okay. All right. Your words, man. Whatever. Don't you? Don't you? Don't you switch it up now? We had this whole conversation about him and his inability to pull a rabbit out of a hat. Oh, Lee lands on purpose. Well, he crash lands, but he he does it on purpose. He knows they're not going to get far enough away, and if they keep going, they will crash, so he puts it down. It's a hard landing. It's a crash landing, but he does it controlled. Ah, the old launch pad McQuack. Got it. The what? (sighs) You disappoint me. You disappoint me. Let's move on. That's it. That's it. All we have left now is a season finale. That is it. So hopefully... Some big things get revealed. Yes. Um, and I don't know. I'm telling you, I mean, I, because I, 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 I'm invested, but I'm telling you, it's lost a little of its luster. Yeah? Yeah. Why do you think that is? Uh, you know why. You wow. know who's gone now. Wow. You know who's really? gone now. I thought you meant like as a whole... The the season wasn't as good. No, it's, no, it's just the it's the style is gone from the show now. We'll never see another pair of cargo pants like that. It's a bummer. I'm glad we will it's never rough. see another pair of cargo pants like that. Pour one out uh, for cargo pants, Carlo. That's terrible. Uh, she poured four 
of yeah, them she out. Did. Yeah, she did. Good for her. She earned it. It's it was a short season. These episodes seem to be shorter and shorter. I feel though. No, they're all the same. There's just I think there's just more happening, and so they feel like they're passing quicker. So I I mentioned um, the the latest thing in the book timeline wise. The the latest we've gone right now is is Boreal dying. That is about eight pages from the end of the book. Hmm, that's okay. what we got left. So, but they've left out some big stuff that's like hundreds of pages back that we're gonna have to go back and and address. Uh, like scenes like they yeah, left out a, scenes a, that are okay yeah, there's a couple there's a couple big scenes that they still have to do um that have been kind of pushed and pushed and pushed and are now gonna have to come to a head and then just like some some bits of information that should probably get sprinkled in and i'm curious to see how they're how they're gonna do that and then there's the stuff that they've added all the magisterium stuff they're gonna have to do something with that um clearly they're not i don't know where they're gonna go with mary malone here they might just go into her season three storyline or her book three they're kind of kind of lead us into that i oh you know what i can see where they're gonna go with her i i can yeah i think i can see because they're gonna fill in the blanks between where she ends in book two and where she starts in book three and that actually makes a lot of sense to do because it kind of just is like she's some like she she pops up in the third book and then they're like this is what's happened and this is where she is now okay go so they're kind of just gonna fill in that blank i think which makes sense i'm actually down for that so they have to do that stuff with Mary. They'll have to finish up with the Magisterium. Um, we have not seen, we've not seen Asriel the entire season. There's been no James McAvoy. It's been very depressing. And He's probably next next seen, episode. We've seen Yorick once. We've seen one polar bear. Actually, there, there were three of them. There were three polar bears. And I'm trying to think yeah, if there's anything yeah. else. If there's anybody else in particular that we just like abandoned because we did we did. Pretty much entirely like Lyra and Will left their worlds, have spent the entire, Lyra at least, has spent the entire season not at home. Yes. She's, yeah, she hasn't been back to her world. And uh, so, yeah, we got we got some stuff to wrap up. And then we have ostensibly one more season, unless they pull the thing where they're like, well, we're going to split it into two seasons. Which Why would they uh, do that? Drag it out. I don't know. A lot of shows do. Game of Thrones did that. A lot of movies. Remember when like Twilight and Hunger Games and and who else did that? The Divergent ones tried to do that, but the last one was so bad they didn't even make the last one. Yeah, but have you seen the popularity of this? Because it's all based on that. So I don't know. That's what I'm saying I don't know. I don't know. Huh. Who knows? We'll see. So I think at the very least, uh, I mentioned to you. So the the second book, The Subtle Knife, is 15 chapters and about 326 pages. The Amber Spyglass is 38 chapters and 500 some odd pages. So a lot. Yep. Maybe we go a little bit more than seven episodes. A lot to cover. A lot going on. Yeah. I mean, that, they, you could do a full 10 episodes for the Amber Spyglass. You, that's you what could. I said when we were watching. I said yeah. maybe next season is going to go full like 10 episodes. I hope so. Because so. the, the the other way it goes, that they get less because I don't know I don't know what the ratings are like on this. I don't know. That's what how... I yeah I'm reliant on you to to look at that I extra have no stuff. Idea. You don't ever you never look at the for somebody that always looks at behind the scenes stuff whenever they're watching I'll look at anything. It after the season, I'll look at it after the season. Because I don't want to see like, oh, so out of so out of character. So weird. I try not to. I try to avoid stuff, especially because we get it later. Like. It airs in the UK, and then I have like I have tweet notifications for uh, Lauren Balf, who tweets about the show constantly, and like I have to like ignore Twitter for the day until I get to watch it because they get it so far before us. 
Just do like I did and just block out the names or the, the words. But I still want to see it. And then I have to turn it on and turn it off all the time. So I just, I, I just, I just, I just keep it off. Because you send me a tweet on something and I was like, I don't see what this is. <laughs> this is like in the beginning of the season. And yeah. I was like, I don't know what you send me. I, I was think like, I, oh, because I, have I the sent words you blocked. when they posted the, it was like right before the season because they, they posted the uh, opening theme. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what this, there's nothing on this. So. All right, sign us out. Unless you want to go two hours again. <laughs> That's the sign out. It's just us singing the song. Do you think Lauren Balf would come on the show? I, I mean, ask him. Lauren, sir, I really like your theme song. I like your video game music. <laughs> you know, he does video game music. He just did the, the uh, uh, he just conducted the London Philharmonic for the video game awards. Oh, when they were doing, um... Uh, Mario. The Mario stuff. Yeah. yeah that was him. Yeah, that was him? Yeah. yeah and he's yeah, done. Come on the show. He's done uh, some music for a few of the Assassin's Creed games. I don't remember which ones. I know he did Revelations for sure. I'm not sure which other ones he did. But yeah, he's done like a good amount of video game music. Okay. Yeah. No, if he can come on the show. Yeah. Hey, Coming out with us. Down. You like your music, sir? That's. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll put it on Twitter because that's how you do things, right? That's. <laughs> I, I am terrible at social media. So, yes, that's how wow. you do things. Anyway, we'll see you guys next week for the season finale. We got one more. Yeah, one more. One more. I don't know what to do. I don't know. And then we're, and then and then nothing for like a year. There's no there's no movie for us to watch this time. No, but remember, you and I are going to reenact uh, a movie of what we believe part two of the movie would be. Remember, we're, we're going to do like the not. be kind rewind. So be on the lookout for that for. Uh, Emma and Aaron's The you know Subtle what? Knife. You know what our version of that wouldn't have because it's based on the, the cinematic universe? No Boreal. No, it no, no, it would. No, I would see I would see to it that it would be. I <laughs> would see to it. it. He wasn't no. in it. No, no, it, no, it would be. It'd be a glorious, like a long monologue death scene. <laughs> yeah, it, it would. No. All right, let's let's wrap that up. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Cargo Pants Carlo. Wow. Bye.